This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, so nice to have you with us on this Monday for the podcast. His name is Al. My name is Jerry. Eddie, he's leaving. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, so, you know how we discuss other podcasts sometimes on the show? Sure, Joe sure. Rogan is one, and one of the things we say about Joe Rogan is the podcasts are very long. They're yeah. Three hours, two and a half hours, three and a half hours long, and that sort of thing. One of my other pet peeves is that a lot of times it's somehow turns into an MMA podcast. Like he'll oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Always gets He's in into it. it. He works He's into it. it. Uh, so he had Dave Portnoy from Barstool on, who I, you know, actually the the one where he talked to uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson turned into MMA. At, at one, the end? At one point, yeah. I didn't listen to the last 25 minutes. Yeah, so at one point they there. were talking about the MMA. But the Dave Portnoy one, they were talking about MMA. And I decided to do what, what some people do even when listening to a podcast that they're interested in the parts, I put it on two times speed. Yes. Yeah. I I really liked it. Good. I feel like I almost got through it quicker. Yeah, I got through it quicker. And when they got off of MMA, I put it back down to regular speed. But I tell you, I think I'm going to do one and a half speed for everything from now on. Yeah, because it doesn't throw too much off. No. And so you can hear it. It's still clear. And in fact, I almost feel like because I'm running it faster, I pay better attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm absorbing it better. There you go. So from now on, I'll just talk really fast and make sure you don't actually understand everything I say. Yeah. All right. How do I get sports radio to be uh, two times speed when it's uh, live? You, I'll tell you, you don't. You go back into the Odyssey app and you listen on demand and you go to one oh, and a half speed. speed. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. This may be a stupid question. If I have a one hour podcast and I put two times speed. 30 minutes. For sure. Yeah, it's two times speed. That's what I would think, but it didn't feel that way. And Did I was you look at the clock. Yeah, I was watching the clock. I thought, you, yeah, I was it watching. Should be. Yeah, it didn't seem you as should be cutting down half the time. Yeah, I don't know. I think that may be the way to go, unless perhaps when they take a breath, it slows down to regular speed and then speeds back up when they talk. So maybe it's yeah, a, I don't know. a variable two times speed. Yeah, I like how they have all different settings. On yeah, the, here's five times. Yeah, it's like they have like, I saw the most of a golf is three times. Is it three? But it's like one, 1.2, 1. 1. 1.5, 1. 1.7. 1. Yeah. Like it's like every, like I need to go to, I need it to be rounded off. I need there be one, one and a half, or two. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Fair I can't enough. go like one and three quarters. But yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. I might start going, uh, if I had more podcasts to listen to, but I can't, like 
I don't like have a long list of podcasts that I'm waiting to listen to. I know I can't find any, right? There's yes, no podcasts out no, there. <laughs> I can't find any good ones. Or I can't get through the the mass amount of nonsense. There's a lot to get of to the BS with a lot of these. Yeah. That is very it true. It really throws me off. And when you're driving, it's so when I when I take Joseph for basketball training, I've got an hour and a half in the car. Um and I try to get some work done, but I listen to podcasts at that point. And it's easy. Fast forward through the commercials. Yep. I don't. When I'm driving, though, unless I have the phone propped up, which I don't always do, I'm stuck listening to yeah. them, and it's frustrating because sometimes they're four minutes. It's like, come on, I'm not. This is not. I'm not interested in this. Yeah. Now that's the benefit too. If you have in your car the Apple CarPlay or Android CarPlay, yes, I is never, it's on the screen, so you I've, can. I do. I've never attached my phone to it. Oh, really? I'm stupid. Yeah, because it goes. Dah, 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 dah. I know. You could do it fast. It I still know. sucks, but it, it it goes fast. Yeah, I know. I should. Uh, interesting uh, Twitter poll went up by uh, Jason Whitlock on uh, Twitter. Okay, Jason Whitlock. How do you? Are you familiar with Jason Whitlock? Yeah, of course. He's like uh, I would. I think he's Fox now, right? Um, used to be ESPN. I think he's FS1 now. Uh, maybe, or he's independent. I don't know. No, it might be. I don't know. But he's like I would put him as a sports guy, social commentary, sure, political. Like okay. he's all three of those things. He's like a Clay Travis type. So he likes to stir it up on Twitter a lot of times. This is a non-stir it up. I want to see where you fall on mm-hmm. this and what your reasoning would be. He asked, who is more important to Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant or Jimmy Page? The singer. That's what I said. The singer is always more important. I agree. Which I hate to say that about a band. Yeah. It's true, though. You right. don't think the Beatles would have been good without Ringo Starr? They found someone else to hit those drums? <laughs> Yeah. long as McCartney and Lennon were singing, they were fine. Yep. No offense, George. I know. That's what I said. Like, I responded, actually, to him, and I said, it's always, I actually use this exact phrase, it's always the singer. has to be. And the reasoning is, you would go see, not Robert Plant now, because he's 100 and doing slow music. Okay. But when Led Zeppelin broke up. You would, ha- and yet I said to, to you, Jerry, do you want to go see Robert Plant with a band of no names mm-hmm. or Jimmy Page with a different singer? No, I want to go see Robert Plant. 100%. The same way if Joe Perry right now was singing, or I could go see Journey. Now, that's a little different because I found a guy that sounds just like him. Yeah. But I still think I would go see Joe Perry first. Me too. But I would go see Journey as well. I think there are other bands I don't know that I would go see the band. Right. Like David Lee Roth when he and Van Halen split. He found a guy that can do all the Eddie Van Halen licks. Yeah, sure. And you'd go see that. I'd now, go see that. Van Halen is unique in that they rediscovered themselves with Sammy Hagar. For sure. A different sound. Yes. That worked. Did so work. So Van Halen's got like two different. Very unique. Yeah. I situation. mean, that is different to where you could make the case. No, I wonder, like me, I'd rather go see Sammy Hagar with Van Halen than David Lee Roth. But you'd also rather go see Sammy Hagar than the Van Halen without a singer you're familiar with, which oh, is why when Gary Sharon joined yeah. Van Halen, no one cared. No. They put out <laughs> one album. There was one decent song. There was. I don't remember what. Do you either. remember? Well, to the top, I don't remember. I, I I remember buying the CD. Yeah. And K-Rock used to play the song. Really? Yeah. That's how I learned about it. But it was like there was one good song, and that was it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I, I'm not interested without the guys that sound the right way. And when so I know Guy Adami is a huge Zeppelin fan. Okay, so I tagged him in it to see what he thought, and he said Page. Oh, really? Yeah, because his 
thing, his thing was that Jimmy Page's sound, the guitar sound, was Led Zeppelin. Yeah, but that can be replicated. It can. Now, it's one thing to create it. Correct. And that's what he did. Yes. Then other people mimic it, and it might not be perfect, but it's probably pretty damn close. Yes. That most people would not be able to tell the difference. So I, I agree. There's so many different things you can do with these instruments. Right. I know. People change. That's why it's amazing when you can hear a a guitar in particular and, and pick out the band. Sure. Like certain guitars, the way they're tuned, they tune them different, mm-hmm. right? They Like the Rolling Stones guitar has a completely unique sound. U2's guitar has a unique sound. True, but I also think in a, in a lot of cases, um, I also think in a lot of cases, studio sound is so much different than live sound. Yeah. That you could tweak it and everything. Yeah. Even like when you go see a band, sometimes the band doesn't sound like themselves when you see them live. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, to me, as long as you got the instruments and they're hitting the right chords and you got the singer's sound, that to me is most important. Yes. I hate, and it's not fair to the rest of the band, but it happens to be true. Right. They're expendable. Yeah. I know it sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You got to be the guy. I did go see Page and Plant in 97 where they, they didn't have their, well, the drummer had passed away. Uh, they had a different guy on bass. They were great. <laughs> I'm sure they were. <laughs> I bet you most people show. there didn't even know. Right. Doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, not a shock. Expendable. It's kind of like me and you. Expendable. More expendable, Jerry. <laughs> Everybody's expendable. Oh, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. You know yeah. when I found that out? When when Craig left. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would never have guessed that the show would have went on and been and stayed successful yeah. if Craig left. I would yeah. have never guessed that. And I didn't from, either. I remember thinking, this might be it. And from that moment, I was like, huh. Now what do we do? We are all expendable. Uh, we are. Yeah. Every one of us. That, yeah, that that's been the most personal experience for me. Well, I mean, knowing it. I will tell you just finding Boomer and Carton after Imus. I thought the station, and listen, Imus was old at the time, but he was still generating revenue and a lot of, most of it for the radio station. It was him, Mike, and Chris. They generated all the revenue. And you're thinking, oh my God, Chris left. Mike continued. Now, I know at the end it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. But Mike continued on dominating the ratings even after Chris left. And you'd be thinking, but one half of Mike and the Mad Dog left and we're still good. Imus leaves unceremoniously, dicey there for a little while until they filled the void, which you would expect. But Boomer and Carton come in and give them six months, and they're number one. Like, yeah, it was weird. And the Mike and Chris thing you mentioned, I remember when that was going around. It was early on in the, the Boomer and Geo days. I think it was only we were only a year in when they were already starting rumors of Mike and Chris breaking up. Yeah, sure. And I remember at the time, n- nobody knew who was leaving. Right. We knew one of them was was not coming back. And I remember thinking, like, man, we just got here. Yeah. You're going to take Mike and the Mad Dog off or worse, like, if one of them has to leave, in my head, I was like, let Chris stay. He's got... Oh, the energy. The energy, the personality more as a solo person, I thought. Mm-hmm. That I thought when if it was just Mike, it, it may not have worked. But and yet no, it did. No problem. It did. 
No problem. Everybody is expendable. Yep. Mark Chernoff left after 30 years. Spike's been great. Yep. You know, if I left tomorrow, Lepresti, which I think is actually better than me at this point, would walk <laughs> I do. I Why think do you say I think because I think Chris because I think Chris is outstanding at what he does. I really do. And I think he I don't know how he find he finds certain sound pieces of sound that I don't find anymore. I look, I don't and I do believe, and I'm not blaming it. The warm-up show kills my preparation. Yeah. Um, whereas he gets here at 4 o'clock, he's got until 6.20 to get everything done and can go through sound. I get in at 4 o'clock. By 4.50, i got to be wrapped up, and I'm in here from 5 to 6. Go get makeup, hurry up, and then i got to, like, blah. So I think he's better than I am at this point, and I have no problem saying that. So if I left, no worries. Everything's good. Eddie's the one. Yeah, Eddie's a Eddie tough one. Eddie is the one that it's a tough one. I told you Zoo is trying his hardest to hit those drops. And he's he done okay. But Eddie is like, you know, he's on another level. Yeah. But me, me you, apparently, G, Bo- I don't know about Boomer. Right. About, but if Craig could go and we could still be good, I think we're all. We're all there. Yeah. It's possible. It is possible, Jerry. What else did I have written up here? Oh, Maybe I should take up Boomer on his offer. What was his <laughs> offer? Before I get fired. You become the commissioner <laughs> of the uh, Boomer and Jerry Is he uh, serious I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I have no idea if he's serious. You would, or not. It would have to be. He would have to initiate a conversation in his office off the air about right. it, because obviously on the air he's talking to you about taking over your cornhole league, him and you, and him being an investor. Who knows? It could be just for the air. Out in the hallways, he could be doing a bid for people in the hallways. Yeah, I don't know. It'd have to be a personal, private, private. In the office. Maybe thing. in Phoenix. We'll, I did get a sponsor, though, by the way, finally. For your Cornhole League? We did. Nice. Yeah. Nice meeting on Thursday to finalize it. Is that right? How about that? Yeah. May I ask what uh, type of company it it's is? It's a bar. Nice. It's a bar. Local bar. Yes. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. Yes. So we're, we're moving Things a little are bit. Moving. I'm doing as much as I can with my schedule. Yeah. And I know what they're saying about delegating, and I agree. That's why I brought EJ on, because now I trust him immensely. When I leave, he's there. It's great. It's like, start hiring people. Yeah, I don't like that. There's something that doesn't really need someone to be hired for. Then what happens? I don't know. I'd have a hard time if I ever got my coffee shop going that I want. Not hiring being there. somebody. Uh, that, right. That's your business. Bingo. And in, in my case, even though EJ is 50-50 with me, it's still my name on the title because sure. I started it before him. So if someone... If there's an issue, that's my company. Just like if someone throws a cup of coffee at a customer because they had a bad day. Oh, really? The Duke's Coffee Company. Well, they really treat their customers well. And you're like, what? what? I was there all day. What happened when I left? I know, but they'll say like that the, the big CEO or the big uh, owners of companies that, that start off as their own places, they... The delegation is something you have to do, but I know it's so that. hard to do. I know that. Right. We all know it, but it's still I impossible. I know to, it's so difficult to, to just unless let you, it go and Unless trust you them. really knew the person, I think. Like I, feel like, I feel like I have certain people in my life that I trust fully. Right. Your mom is not going to throw a cup of coffee at somebody. <laughs> She's mom, not. Mom, we've heard some things. You're <laughs> and your mom's not going to take cash out of the register right. on you. But there's only a handful of people I could say that about. I think my most mom, people. like my mom and dad and sisters, their husbands, and my their husbands, huh? Yeah, 
Really? And my three... That's nice. My three uh, friends. Okay. John, Steve, Paul. Oh, and Gina, Jerry. Right. There you go. So, I got you. It's not a lot of people. Other than those people, Jerry. It's not a lot of people. I don't trust anyone. Yeah. I I don't really... Yeah. (laughs) Tried them a couple. I don't trust anybody either. Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of nonsense. That's why I feel like I'd be a good... I'd be a good worker, like, when I retire and I want to have something to do. To go to a a local coffee shop, not a Starbucks, Mm -hmm. and say, listen... There's one in your old building in Matawan. Oh, they put one up? Yeah. Oh, really? I think it's called Just Coffee or Coffee, Please, or I forget, but it's a no-name. Yep. And I would say, I'm a trustworthy person. Perhaps you've known me from the radio. I will open the shop every day and be your person to trust. I will tell you that one of the... Now, I know these guys for this bar a little bit, but I will tell you that one of the things that I made very clear is... Not like I'm going to take your money and run. Here I am. <laughs> like anybody right. can come find yeah, exactly. me. Exactly. It's not that difficult. Well, where the hell's that, that Jerry Recco? Always on the radio. Right. <laughs> you just disappear. Nope. There he is every yeah. morning. Right. And that does help. Absolutely. So I don't know, man. I gotta I gotta pick Boomer's brain for real in these next couple of weeks. Maybe in Arizona we'll have a conversation. I like it. Yes. Now, I have this idea of I have a very slim wallet, Jerry. hmm I'll show you my wallet right here. Yeah. Kind of slim. It's a I very want it, good looking wallet. I want it to be slimmer. Okay. So take the cards out. <laughs> that's the only thing that's making it not slimmer. So I looked in my wallet and was like, what can I what can I take out that will that will that you can get on your phone and have on you at all your times? Your cards. So the credit cards, of course. Yeah. Your license you really can't. No, you need your license. You can't legally. There's have a couple of states that at least with the Apple iPhone, you could put in your Apple wallet, that counts, but it's like legitimately three states Yeah, right no, now. you need to have your license. You need your license. Then I was looking at, like, my my uh, health insurance card. You can go to the website and download a card and keep that picture in your wallet. Yeah, the problem with that is when you go to the doctor and they want it to take the photocopy. Right. It's not so simple, and they want to scan it. They do want to scan it. Unless you prearrange, which you can do. But sometimes you go to the doctor for you're not thinking. Like I had to go to the orthopedist for my back. I never thought to go on and pre-register. I do when I was there. Right. I needed my card. Yeah. I, here's my phone. Take it as long as you need it. <laughs> go and photocopy it. Right. Exactly. Sir, what's your password again? It timed out. <laughs> but I was interested in this. Uh, Apple makes a, a wallet for the iPhone. Okay. And it magnetically clips on, syncs up, and you nice. can take it off and. There you go. But then I was thinking, like, because one of the one of the things they say about it is you could take it off and slide it in your pocket if you want, mm-hmm. and then whoosh, if you need to. But it works with magnets. Is it okay for magnets to be right next to your balls? Yeah. Be pulling art. Like, is it okay for <laughs> magnets just to be near my balls at I all times? I have no idea. We have no idea. Why don't you try? And if you're leaning one way or the other, you know which way the magnets are pulling your testicles. <laughs> I'm not suggesting my balls have uh, metal in them, but I'm wondering, like, are magnets? Because I'm you sure will find not... out if you got steel balls now. <laughs> <laughs> my ball, I have such balls of steel. My iPhone case is sticking to them. <laughs> I don't know, but we I got... don't know. research it. I don't know. But we're walking around with our phones in our pockets. Oh, well, and I told you, I'm very nervous that in about 15 years we're going to find out that was a mistake. Yeah, 
Gina decided she's going to not have her phone on her nightstand anymore because she doesn't want to be near her head all night long. Okay. It's not really by her head. I mean, I know what you're saying. But... I use it as my alarm clock. Alarm clock. Yeah, she doesn't it. want it to anymore. She doesn't want it near her. She doesn't want to keep it in her room. I understand. She thinks the radiation's getting her. Maybe it is. We don't know. We have no idea. Again, I hope this doesn't turn out to be like smoking in the 1920s. There are certain things we, and I know there are weird conspiracy theories for all these things. I'm not being a weird conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying these are things that we don't know about now that in the future we believe. Could you believe we? Yes. The phones, like you said. 100%. The fact that we have these phones everywhere. How about internet running through the air, running right through our bodies? Wi-Fi. I mean, good Lord. Wi-Fi. And then the COVID shots, a lot of people. Sure. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm nervous about that, too. Yeah, Those three yeah. things. Yeah. One of them's got to be like, oh, yeah, we didn't know about that. One of them has to. Maybe. Very possible. I hope the, all three aren't. I mean, if the Wi-Fi thing turns out to be the one, the whole world's going to shut down. You imagine if this world had to go back to no internet or just corded internet? No. Or wired, whatever you want to say. But we had radio. Like, I don't understand radio waves, and we work in radio. True. Like, I, I don't, don't get that get either. It. Right, and that hasn't been a problem. That's been around since the 20s. And, like, who thought of that? Who knew that was even a thing? Very smart people that are smarter than us. And that you could broadcast over it? That doesn't make any sense. Al, I can send a letter to my cousin in California, and he gets it simultaneously. The radio makes more sense to me than that does. Yeah. Or like, you, could is... be in, you could be in Rome, Italy, and call me. Yeah. And it doesn't take any... With no wires attached to the phone. <laughs> you could be in the Roman Coliseum yeah. and phone me here. Correct. FaceTime you. FaceTime uh-huh. It is unbelievable. It is wild. That's the thing. It's funny because the Neil deGrasse Tyson book that I was yeah. reading talks about every 30 years. It doesn't seem like a lot, but the 30 years is unrecognizable to the previous 30 years. Yeah. And he goes through it. Like, you don't think 1992 is all that long ago, but in 1992, no one was walking around with cell phones where you could take photos and video. Like, people were walking around with real cameras and real video cameras if they needed video. If people needed to make a phone call, they had to go find a phone, put a quarter in it or a dime or whatever, and make that caller go home and find maybe a cordless phone, but that was still attached to a wire Mm -hmm. in your house. Right, you had to be, like, in the same room with the damn thing. Yeah, and he just, all these new inventions and talking about how from, you know, whether it was 1850 to 1920, you were walking around with horses that were so valuable, and yet by 1925, you couldn't give a horse away because people started transitioning to automobile. It's just, it's 30 years. It's pretty wild. That was the amount of time he gave it? Yeah, and he gave an example from, like, I think he started with 1860 to 1890 to 1920 to 50, to, and that's what he did, and now he was trying to figure out what it'll be like in 2050. So it's really, it's it's cool, actually. Yeah, the technology's going to get really wild. I mean, it's wild now. I don't know how it can get any... Unless you're talking about Star Trek beaming yourself up to a different place, or we're talking about real time machines, what else is there? We've already got these vehicles that take us into the atmosphere and fly us thousands of miles away within hours. We've got phones that can do everything except, I was going to say, except pleasure us sexually, but no, they do. you can do that yourself with the use of the phone, with I suppose. With the phone. Uh, you can do everything. What else is left? And I'm not interested in the automated cars. I'm not. I'm not interested in getting in a car with no one driving, that it's 
basically just hooked up to some GPS. Wi-Fi GPS. I'll drive. I'm good. I don't know. What's what is next? I don't know what is next. I remember just the like VCR when they had when the first VCR came out, and then they had as technology got better, super hi-fi VCR. I don't remember that. Super hi-fi. I don't remember that. It was the, it was just maybe it was even marketing gimmick, but I remember I got one of those VCRs. And with the tube TV, like, mm-hmm. it was so clear. Oh, I'm sure. And the sound was so good. Now we have uh, HD. Yes. Which is unbelievable. Or 4HD, which is really unbelievable. Yeah. Remember the remember the big whiff on the laser disc? Yes. That was. Movie enthusiasts, people who thought of themselves as, like, movie critic types, like I study film. Yeah. Those people loved laser discs. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I never bought one. Me neither. Never got a laser disc player. I think I went from VHS to DVD. Yes. I'm pretty sure. And now to digital. Now to digital. Yeah, never even got... Yeah, exactly. Now to Netflix. and I don't know what's next. I really don't. I just remember Netflix when you first got it. If you weren't like... The, the streaming part? Yeah. If you weren't connected, hardwired in, it was terrible. Now who needs a wire? No, crystal clear. Our cable is all wireless. You have one cord that goes into the house for your internet, and that's it. The boxes don't connect to anything anymore. Right. It is bizarre. I love it. I love I know new technology. Do. I know you do. I want more. Feed me. Feed me. <laughs> I want to see if you Open could guess. Mouth, you pig. If you could guess the player, Jerry. Okay. That's Jerry Rice on the right. Right. That's what reminded me. Oh. Uh, so Super Bowl week, uh, we're we're two hours. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be there very early. Boomer and Geo will yes. run from 4 a.m. to me and you 8 a.m. So there's not going to be a lot of opportunity for in-studio guests, but some will pop up, and I've booked one person. I'm going to give Joe you... Joe Theismann. <laughs> no. Here's a couple things. The person is a Hall of Famer. Okay. The person is not a quarterback. Okay. The person has never appeared on our show before. The station? Uh, that I don't know about. I can only control our show. Okay. The person is a... 1980s player that I would have loved because of the 1980s. Really? I had a cool uniform in the 1980s. Steve Young. No. Oh, you said not a quarterback. I'm sorry. Not a quarterback. I was thinking Buccaneers. Steve Young. Not a quarterback. I don't know. Steve Largent. Oh, that's cool. Someone different. Yeah, when's he coming on? I don't know, like Wednesday at 7 a.m. Oh, Local okay. Time. I thought you were getting someone on at like 5.30 or oh, 6 no, no, o'clock. no, 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 no. No, 7 a.m. is good. I would like. Yeah, 7 a.m. is good. And then Eddie reminded me he's a politician at one point. Yeah, in Seattle, I think. I hope Republican or he's going to have some problems. I with have Google. no idea. I doubt I don't you know. You mean, I have no idea. It doesn't matter, to be quite honest. Yeah. How many guests do you think you'll have that week? I, I was shocked to get that one. <laughs> so we're going to Arizona for Steve Largent? <laughs> like, I actually thought about this. Like, why are we going to Arizona? I think because... Because it's Arizona? Yeah, and everyone wants to go there because it's nice weather, and we're in February or end of January, February. I'm all in. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, ne- I never understood the Super Bowl trips. I did back in the day when it was the thing to do. Yeah, but it's still played now, out now. Everybody does it, and right. it's too much. And it's too in-your-face advertising by the That's all it is. guests. That's all it's become. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a big advertising party. Yep. Yeah, that is true. Can I get a private plane to Indiana, do you think? <laughs> Definitely. Booms, help me out with that. <laughs> How far is Indiana from Arizona? 
I don't know. Is it helicopter? Uh, no, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. I believe the flight's at least a couple of hours. Let's see. If I do, what would I do? Mileage, right? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix. To Indianapolis. To, uh, I'm going 100 miles. Yeah, 200 it miles. Is 1,700 miles. Damn. Oh, pretty far. Yeah, that's probably three hours on the plane, I would think. Yeah. So, hmm. you get a jet? What do you think a jet cost? Um, hmm. A private one jet. One way. A Just... private jet one way. Yeah. 5K. You think 5000 yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say four or $5,000 because that would make a 10000 round trip. Yeah, that sounds like about right. I can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. When we were, um, I don't remember where I was going. I was going somewhere. Oh, I was going to Purdue last week. So we we charter from the charter area now at Newark. It's not the way it used to be. So now I can meet the team there and we hang out. Very similar to where we went to Miami. Very similar type of place. Mm-hmm. Might even be the same place. No, because that was Teterboro. But very similar. And uh, so we walked in. That was the day the Giants were kicking the living crap out of the Colts <laughs> to clinch. So when we walk, when I walked in, the pilot and the, the the flight attendants and like Colts crew were there, all gear, all dressed, and they were so sad watching the game. <laughs> and at one point, I heard one say, "Mr. Ursay is not going to be happy on the way home." <laughs> and then I look out. There was the small jet with the Colts logo, and then the big plane for the team. So clearly he flies by himself. He must have flown in that morning instead of going with the team the day before. But I remember thinking, I thought this yesterday. The, the Cowboys got their asses destroyed by the command by, by Washington yesterday. I'd be like, guys, I just paid a fortune to fly you guys here, to feed your sad asses, put you in a beautiful hotel, and that's what you give me? Right. And I would think the same thing if I was the Colts, like – you guys suck. Yeah, what did we do this for? And I know they're making money. I, I get it. But it's like, my, think about the amount of money and effort that goes into these trips. And then yeah. you pull a no, like uh, a no-show. Yep. Just stay home then and forfeit if you don't want to play. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, think about that. God, these trips cost so much. But it's the way it goes. And you go and you suck. You go and you suck, yes. All right, Jared, let's do the warm-up show. We'll see you back here tomorrow, Tuesday morning. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's a football Monday. We don't have many of those left. It is 5.02. Nice to have you with us. The Eddie Scazzeri, what's up? Nice job by your Dolphins. Terrible game, but they win, 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 win is a win. That's all that matters. Across from me, his name is Al Aaron Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. You know, I was excited for week 18, the final week that I was going to have my red zone, uh, and uh, I don't know, it was lack of buzz for me yesterday. Uh, there was some interesting finishes, but yeah. I thought the day was lousy. Correct. There lousy. were some interesting finishes. Yeah, like the whole Houston-Chicago thing, while we're talking about the dregs of the league, that was kind of fun, the way it ended. Of course, Lovey Smith got fired hours later, but um, yeah. that was very interesting. But I don't know, like, who was that interesting to? The fans, I, think, I guess, of those teams. Because... Oh, for sure. But I think as a general football fan, to see Houston have a hideous season, and to watch the Colts be l- terrible all year, especially when Jeff Saturday took over, they're finally going to win. Houston's got the number one pick. They convert on this fourth and 20 and then go for two, get it, and lose the number one pick in the draft. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I know, like, Scott Hansen was all over that. No, I'm sure he was. Like, he was giddy about it. But, first of all, you, like you just said, Lovey Smith's getting fired. Yeah, fired, gone. So why would he want to lose the game? He wasn't. No, no, he wanted to win. I'm just saying that's if you're a if you're a Texans fan, I don't know how many of them there are, but I'm sure in Houston they have a bunch. The only thing that was left was all right, well let's just lock up the one, the number one pick. <laughs> and then Lovey Smith was on his way out. We're winning. Right. They're winning. <laughs> it and, was funny and interesting, that's all. Yeah, but the the other thing I thought too, a lot of people were making a, a more of it than I think it was, is there's no like who's the number one pick? Oh, that I don't know. I, right, exactly. I, I don't watch college football, so right. But know. you know, in other years, who the number one pick? That is, is true. That without is without watching college, it's football. just funny. There's no, bu- there's no buzz to the number one pick. It was this year. just ironic that in a year where they've been awful, they do that at the end. That's all. But the game, what it, it was, what it was. I mean, you know, the Bills game, the couple of kickoff returns for touchdowns. That was neat. Um, it was neat, but everyone wanted, like, like Romo and Nance. Yeah. They wanted it to be magic. That was a magic. It was a couple kickoff returns. That right. was not Brett Favre and his father passing away. Well, That's you know, what a, they wanted. A, a Bills fan would tell you it was. I agree with you. Yeah, it was. The fact that on. it was. I, I want to play. The fact that you beat the Patriots barely and needed two well, that's, special teams. That's the other part of it. it. It's not like they went out there and this game was tied yeah. back and forth the right. whole game, which I thought was you know, good yeah. for the Patriots. They're just not as good as the Bills are. I want to play you Nance. So this was the this Nance call. Yes. Listen to the end. 
Listen to Romo at the very end. We're underway as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Listen to Romo. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this incredible can't believe it. scene that we saw with the Bills player down in Cincinnati. And now, nah. you, you played over it. God damn it. And he goes, oh. oh. <laughs> it's very funny. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like that was like such made such a big deal. Like people desperately wanted. And it for whatever reason, the beginning of that game, the power of the crowd didn't come across on television. I'm sure it was very powerful. Yeah, that there. place, having been there, yeah. I agree with you. I don't think the I remember crowd when wasn't I, like the mic wasn't loud enough. I remember when I went there, um, and I've seen many games, you know, for the Bills at home. Experiencing it live, different. It is loud. The crowd's right on yeah. top of the field, and I, I'm with you. I don't think TV does that place justice sometimes. Yeah, I was like, I was pumped for it. Didn't feel it. Then even on the kickoff return, I was like, all right. Not fate. It's uh, the Brett Favre father dying. That was a game. There was a million, was a, ma- game, sure. a million magical plays. He was making them. These were just random dudes running kickbacks. Uh, well, he had a couple of nice ones. The second yeah. one, I thought the Patriots quit on the play. Oh, 100%. <laughs> the one guy didn't even try and tackle him. <laughs> what was that? Right. And, and I watch, you know, I watch that Chris Rose on NFL Network sure. at 730. He goes, Bouncing off tacklers. No, no. And he, right, the guy just like fake wrapped him <laughs> Didn't up. Didn't even try and tackle him. Didn't even try to tackle like, him. Like, I cut that guy today. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was this? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, hey, listen, it was interesting. They won. We knew they were going to win. And uh, Josh they're just Allen better was than the Patriots. Very emotional about. Sure. Know. Understood. But what happens it. if they don't win the Super Bowl? Nothing. They come well, back next year. We're the sports gods. They come back. Oh, please. As Eddie would sports say. Sports gods. Knock it off with that. No, no, crap. I'm saying that, that they made yesterday out to be a magical thing. But if they I, don't win the Super Bowl, then then is the sports gods not involved? Because there are, are no involved? sports gods. As all you people that tweeted me after they the kickoff were, return for a touchdown. Knock it off. They already. were the night, the night of uh, Brett Favre's father. That was the sports gods. Yeah, sports gods get credit for everything good, but no blame for anything negative. Correct. That is classic. What happened to manifestation with Aaron Rodgers? Yes, another. Give me a break with all this crap. Right. Such nonsense. How did Aaron Rodgers at home against the Detroit Lions? Because they're not good. Manifesting Aaron Rodgers has lost so many big games at Lambeau Field, it's almost embarrassing. At this Very point, embarrassing. And, and keep talking about retirement. Go away already. Like he's retiring. He's got fifty million dollars coming to him next yeah. year. He's not going anywhere. Stop. And how about that Jets Dolphins game, Jerry? I mean, oh that was a way God. for the Jets to end the season. That thing was three three. What an awful football game. Oh, most of the game. I didn't think I'd see a worse football game until the Cowboys actually put uniforms on and 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 tried to play football. That game in Miami yesterday was. And if you're the Dolphins, I get the Jets defense was playing well. You have Skylar Thompson. I, I, it was brutal yeah. though. I did not like. I will tell you, I did not care for two penalties yet. Well, there's always penalties you don't like. Two penalties I didn't care for yesterday. The one I think it was Quincy Williams on the Jets that basically put Miami in the field goal range at the end. He he did not wrap his hand 
That was not a horse collar right. tackle. He had the jersey. He grabbed him under the nameplate and grabbed the jersey and pulled him down. I didn't care for that penalty. And the one on Jalen Ramsey in the Seahawks game when you've got, uh, what's his name? Gino. Uh, you got Gino Smith initiating the contact literally half a step off the field. The one and Ramsey's foot- standing there like, come on. Right, the one foot was still in play. Give me a break. I, it's just it's too much. And then you don't call a penalty when uh, DK Metcalf is putting his fingers in his face. I just, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, I really, was all, I was turned off by yesterday. Yeah, that's what I mean. In like, a lot of ways. I wanted it to be super exciting final weekend of the NFL, and there was a lot of duds. Yeah, like the Giant Eagle game was a dud. Dud. Um, you know, give the Giants credit, the guys that went out there and played. I'm not I'm not faulting them, but the game was a dud. The Niner game went as expected. Dud. The Cowboy, um, um, where are they? Commanders. That game was hideous. Hideous. Just hit, like, to the point where... I, I I asked Kevin Figures, my producer on my headset, I said, Can can we not do the rest of this game? Like I wanna go watch something this is terrible. I had to text oh. you at one point, I go, Is this game meaningless yes, it meant to the something. Cowboys? You would have never known it the way they came out. No, it seems like a very like a like going a preseason meaningless yes. game. They were going through the motions as if that eh, come on, the Niners aren't losing, the Eagles aren't losing. Why are we even out here? That was awful. I, I thought the day in the league the Seahawk Ram game was fun. But, yes. you know, meh. and the Seahawks are in the playoffs now. Right. So good for them. And thanks to the, I really wanted the Lions to make it. Well, I wanted that Lions Packers game to mean something for the Lions, not just getting the Seahawks. How about the in. fact it didn't? And they went out there and did what they did. Yes. In Lambeau. And they go, they started what, one and seven? Is that right? Or one and six? Whatever it was. Yeah. They finished nine and eight. Good for Dan Campbell. Right. Good for, hey, good for you. I think that's awesome. Yes. Kind of cool. So a couple of things with the Jets. First of all, when we knew Joe Flacco they was suck. playing, boring. So three sh- – I didn't realize this. I know they've lost – where they lose six, six in a row to end the season. Remember when uh, – never mind. Never mind. What were yeah. they, seven and uh, Seven four? and four. And ended up seven and ten. Correct. And the last three games, yeah. no touchdowns. And none. Three games. You're right. They couldn't score. <laughs> I mean, you what? want to talk about embarrassing. Like think about where a Jet fan was at seven and four. Oh, we were flying high, Jerry. Yeah, you were thinking postseason was a lock at that point. Oh, we had a wild card locked up. I mean, they don't even win another game, and they look bad doing it. Yes, you got quarterback issues. You got questions with the coach. Not that I think he's going anywhere, but I think it's fair to question him. And I, oh, I wouldn't, yeah. have said, I wouldn't have said that even three weeks ago, honestly. But my God, I mean, this was and the defense played well, but they played against Skylar Thompson, right? And then they, you know, they got the one stop. You know what I thought? The so you had the stop that the Jets defense gets with about, I want to say around four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they get the three and out, no problem, and they, I mean, they just dominated Miami up front. Then they get the ball first down, Flacco, the intentional grounding penalty, and that was the game. They kick it back, and then you get the penalty on Williams, which, again, I did not care for. Uh, that was it. It was over. It was over. Yeah. There were a lot of, like, uh, watching Red Zone, there were a lot of, uh, as you said before, dud games that yeah. they would still go to for whatever reason. They had to go to something. True. They had to go to something. Had and to that 1 o'clock window was not a lot of, I mean, other than the Buffalo Bill uh, Patriots I, well, I would No, I would say the one thing that was – Interesting if I was running red zone, which I do think they were going back and forth on a bit. I mean, I did Rutgers, so I didn't see the first half of everything until I got home. But that second half, 
the Steelers for a while looked like they might actually That's get true. all the help they need. Everybody expected the Patriots to lose. It was, can the Jets and Joe Flacco beat Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins, and then will the Steelers take care of business, which they did? And how about the fact, I know they weren't a great team this year. You realize Mike Tomlin has gone 16 straight years at 500 or better. I did see that. That's, that is remarkable. That's good. That is great. Pretty that good. Is pretty. So that was, I think that was the most intrigue in the early window. Would That's you not true. Agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. And so Pittsburgh did what they had to do, but they got no help from the Jets. Yeah. Thanks, score, Jets, for nothing. Can't score touchdowns. Well, they did four games ago, Jerry. Where was – so I missed the entire first half of this game. What was the – Buzz. Eddie's not here. Oh. What was the deepest penetration? For the Jets? <laughs> that the Jets had yesterday. Jerry, I did not – I had red zone on. Okay, so you weren't watching the full game. No, and it was very rare that they went to the Jet game on red well, zone. Well, there was nothing going on. Yeah. I was I mean, not going to torture myself. I'm pulling up the play-by-play now just because I'm curious about this. Were they even close to a touchdown? So here we go. Penetration. Well, I know. And if I if, if Eddie was here, that would go in a different direction. I have the Miami 42. I have the Miami 37. Oh, that's not too bad. All right, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Oh, they got to the Miami. Wow, I didn't realize. They got to the Miami 14-yard line. So they had opportunities. First and 10 from the Miami 15 in the second quarter. Yeah. And they basically go one yard on three plays. Yeah, that wasn't uh, wasn't ideal. No, no, not at all. They mm-hmm. go from that point. They go run for one yard. Flacco. I mean, I, I bother. Flacco throws short to Michael Carter, loses five yards. <laughs> <laughs> very short, Jerry. That was a very short pass. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be that. And then they ran the ball on third down and fourteen. Ay, ay, ay. I'm I, telling you. I know we do cool games on Friday, and I'm looking over. The uh, NFC Wild sure. uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend. I don't know. You're not feeling it. Eh. There's certain things, certain games. I, I agree. It's not a great. It's not a great lineup. But this is always Wild Card Weekend. There's always some sort of stragglers that get in, guy uh, teams that get in that aren't playing well. I would say this. I think you've got a lot of intriguing matchups. Yeah. I don't know if these are great games. Like, I don't anticipate Seattle doing a whole lot in San Francisco. I just don't. Yeah. Jaguars, Chargers, two mediocre teams, but you got the young quarterbacks. So that's, I guess, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I just don't think Jacksonville very good. No. Um, Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. I expect the Bills to just run them out of the building. Giants, Vikings is very intriguing. I think the Giants can go there and win for Correct. sure. I agree. Uh, Bengals Ravens bad game. Yep. I mean, I just we don't even know if Lamar Jackson's playing. Or uh, not you don't. Playing. Although I expect him to, but you're right, we don't. Cowboys Bucks exciting. I'm into that one because uh, I don't know what to expect. I it's, expect I expect it to be played like a playoff game, as opposed to how the Cowboys played yesterday. I would and hope how so. The Bucks play some weeks. The problem with the so there's two issues here. You've got the Buccaneers have not been good all year long. Brady's fine. The rest of the team is not very good. They're eight and nine yesterday, whatever. Um, the problem for me is what the Cowboys are right now. They have so many injuries on that. On the, I've said this for three weeks now, and they've changed. They're not the same team. They have so many injuries on the defensive side of the football. I don't know. I, if you told me the Cowboys went in there and won that game 42 to 10, I'd say, okay. And if you told me they lost the game, I'd say, okay. I have no idea what to expect. And yesterday was just a complete embarrassment, I thought, personally. Yeah. To start that game the way they did and then to never, you know what, like, 
They had a 14-play drive that covered the final two and a half minutes of the second quarter where they scored their one touchdown. Do you know prior to that drive? Now, we're talking a full quarter and another 12 and a half minutes of football. At that point, Dak Prescott had thrown for four yards. <laughs> for the game. Oh, for the game. That's they ran for, no, for the oh. game, they ran for like 50. And I'm taking Dak's yardage out. I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, I believe, ran the ball 10 times for 12 yards. I don't think that's, I could that's be wrong. I don't average. think that's good. And Tony Pollard was like 10 for 18. They can't run the ball, and their defense is so banged up, they're almost unrecognizable in spots on the field. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. So you're not feeling the Super Bowl this year? If this was a healthy team, I would say they've had, they would have as good a chance as they've had in the last 20 years. Right now, as they stand, I I don't I have no idea. No, I, I'm not feeling you're it. You're going, no. no. I'm not, no, I'm not feeling it. I know. Yeah, I'm not you feeling are? it. No. I'm not feeling the Bucks. I'm not feeling the Cowboys. There's too many issues in too many spots right now. I'm not feeling the Vikings. Here's I'm a not question for the Giants. you. As the former Cowboy fan that you well, used Curry. to be when you grew up. No, you're not. They won't make the fraudulent list. They just embarrassed themselves yesterday. Yeah, but they're in. If they go and lose in Tampa Monday night, which is absolutely a possibility, is Mike McCarthy fired? 12 wins last year, 12 wins this year, but Ungats in the playoffs. Uh, no, I don't think he's fired. I'm not so sure about that. But maybe, um, what's his name, Jerry Jones wants to get in the mix on this Sean Payton situation since he's the new hot well, hire. Sean Payton or preventing Dan Quinn from leaving because he's going to be a hot name too again. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not saying he should or shouldn't be. I think that's out there though. I think it's possible. So we shall, remember, remember the beginning of the year, Joan, Jerry Jones was talking about his own mortality and wanting to see at least one more before he died. I'm going to die soon, Jerry. I'm sorry, Al. You okay? You feeling all right? No, that's me doing Jerry Jones oh, to you. Got it. I got it. Got it. All right, let's take a break. 518. Al's healthy. We're good. Uh, we'll come back. We'll break down uh, the Devils beating the Rangers on Saturday. <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, and then uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, did you notice, it's funny you played this, did you notice the terrible 1980s songs that they were using? Oh, you were watching Red Zone. Dolphins, Jets, they're going to break with, like, songs from 1984. Really? Can we wake up and get into 2023? I mean, then again, you're playing Phil Collins right now, so. <laughs> well, it's I guess. classic Genesis, Jerry. Yeah. Because Jesus, he knows house is throwing me, stones. and he knows I'm right. Even still, what is this from? I've been talking to Jesus. Have you? All my How's life. that gone? Come on. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the dude on the Packers last night shove? <laughs> yes, the trainer. A trainer from the Detroit <laughs> he Lions? Gets thrown out, and he's like, what I do? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Don't shove the trainer when he's working on an injured player. Yeah, the trainer comes out for the Lions, and he kind of puts his arm to... Like, slide over, fella. I need to help this. Yes, uh, he's trying to help an injured player. And he pushed him. <laughs> From behind. Yeah. <laughs> Quay Walker is his name. On it was the, pretty uh, funny. Now, he didn't 
full on two shoved, hands, shoved the guy, but he did push he him like, him. like you don't touch me, I'll push you. Yes, I did. And you're right, that. he gets thrown out of the game and he's like, What for what? <laughs> you can't what did do I do? That, jackass. That's funny. Did you see uh, Joe Mixon of the Bengals score a touchdown and then pull a coin out of his glove and do a coin flip? Well, he was the one. Remember, I did that Friday. Yeah. He was the one that was very vocal about we're just making up the rules as we go along now. And he's not wrong when you already had a policy in place. Correct. For situations not like this, but a situation in the same context. So now this will come into play. What needs to happen? Well, so you've got, I think the only way it comes into play for so Kansas City is the one seed. If it's Kansas City-Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, it comes into play there because the Bengals would have been a game behind anyway. There's nothing. They they couldn't have caught Kansas City. And then I think if you have a Buffalo-Cincinnati Championship game, it comes into play. Really? I think though I think those are the only two scenarios. But if Chiefs are number one seed, why can't they get the? Why don't they get the? Because home game? the Bills didn't have the opportunity to play the extra game and Ford. have the same record as them, and I guess they'd have the tiebreaker. I suppose. Whatever. Oh, okay. That's why. All right. I got to tell you, even after after all the Sunday games were over, except for Lions Packers, I still was like having to search. I was searching online. I'm like, who who's in? Who's out? Yeah. What, what are the what are the matchups? Who's I, the buys? I thought the ESPN website did a really good job. If you went to NFL standings and clicked on playoffs, yeah. they had everything as it was happening, and they had a notation, a very simple notation to the right, who had the tiebreaker over who and what would happen. But you're right. Going into the day, it was very confusing. I thought the picture became very clear as you got into the, the late games. I had to wait till uh, Chris Rose was running through his highlights on NFL Network, and once he got through the AFC ones, they showed the the AFC wild card weekend and then the NFC. Yeah, one. sure. So I was like, all right. Uh, what surprised me was how late it took for them to set the schedule. Yeah. I thought as soon as the 4 o'clock games went final and the only thing we were waiting for was gonna was it going to be Seattle or Green Bay, I thought for sure they were going to have the schedule out. Then I'm thinking, are they really going to wait to see if this clown Aaron Rodgers is around? They probably would have put them in prime time. Right. Instead of instead they put Seattle, San Francisco during the day. But I guess the answer is yes, that's what they were waiting for. Yes, we were waiting for that clown. He's become so unlikable. Yeah. And I, he's probably a great guy, but he's just become... Uh, he's very introspective now. Yeah, how'd that go? That makes you unlikable. You manifestation nonsense. It was so funny, too. Like, watching that Patriots-Bills game, I swear, every time I saw Mac Jones, I just thought, douche face. Because <laughs> of Boomer. That's funny. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. So you, all you're thinking about is that, and all I think about when I think of Aaron Rodgers now is smoking ashwagandha and thinking yeah. that he's going to think his way into the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Go yeah. home. He could be douche face also, if you want. He could be NFC douche face, and Mac Jones could be AFC douche face. I did face. see he's got a new girlfriend. Mac Jones does? No. Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, right. He's the daughter of the uh, owner of the Bucks, I yeah. believe. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. See how long that lasts. Hmm. Not long, probably. Probably not. I'm going to guess not long. Yeah. Did you see the weird play that the Chiefs ran on Saturday? Yes. Where That's kind of uh, mocking. <laughs> I would have taken it as <laughs> I if I was on the Raiders, like, you're mocking me now. What are we, do doing here? What is this? <laughs> yeah, they, like, formed a circle and mm-hmm. then just ran around in a circle, split off and ran the play. Yep. Which was a touchdown, but then they I didn't count. called it back. Right. But I've been like, you are disrespecting me. Yeah. Stop them. Yeah, I guess you got to stop them. I mean, them. these are all paid athletes now. This isn't high school. Yeah. Go stop them. Even in college, I think it's, you know, they're most of them are paid now anyway with this <laughs> NIL. Um, go do your job. Unless, like, you're a team that's like a low-level team that's going in to get your ass that's kicked different. in a college game. That's, that's different. different. Right. That's completely different. I'm yeah. talking about 
conference games, things yes. of that nature. You're right. If LIU Brooklyn is going to Purdue, that would not be fair. <laughs> I agree with yes. you. Uh, now, Sean Payton, I guess, has confirmed, Jerry, that he has interviewed with the Broncos. How about, but yes, how about the fact, though, that the Broncos look like a decent football team yesterday with yeah. this new, this interim head coach? I don't remember his name. They actually looked like they knew what they were doing yesterday and they wanted to play. Right, playing the uh, Chargers. Maybe they just thought having Huckleberry Finn as their head coach, <laughs> once he was out, they were kind of happy to play. I don't know. They look like a different team. And so you got him talking to the Broncos already, and the Broncos planning to interview Jim Harbaugh this week. Gomer Pyle would be a better one, not Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> yes. Um, what was this now? This is uh, Jim Harbaugh this week, Broncos. How about if you're Michigan? Be like, we're doing this again? Right. I'd fire yeah, him. Leave it. That's nice. I would. Move, Jerry. If I was Michigan, you're I would fired. say you're fired. I, you call him right in the office today. Like, you're just using us. You're out. And I know he's turned that program into a winner, although they don't win the national championship, but they were in the playoff last year and this year. But I mean, enough. Like at some point, I would think you'd look yourselves in the mirror and say, "Like we're Michigan, get out." Yeah, we're not. You don't want to be here. Scrub program. Yeah. Uh, that's I don't know. That's to me like why we talk about the Yankees. If the Yankees want a free agent and they make you an offer and they don't say yes immediately, leave. Yeah, go. We don't want you anymore. Get lost. We're the Yankees. Who are you? Yeah, who the hell are you, Texas Rangers? Right. Well, I also got Jacob Degrom. Yeah. I also saw Frank Reich is in the mix. Uh, Going to interview with the Panthers. The Panthers is an interesting job because they're a quarterbackless team. Yeah. I don't know if Sam Darnold. I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be their long term answer. So. I don't know. These jobs with no quarterbacks are, just ask Rob Sala. It's really hard. It is tough when you don't have a quarterback. And I'm not saying that it's the end all be all. You can win with not a great quarterback, but you have to have someone to go out there that actually play the position a little bit. In Carolina, I don't know what they are. And Jim Caldwell also for for the Panthers. And then uh, Sean McVay, this is another guy who, like, now he says he needs to take some time. Maybe the Rams don't want you around anymore. You stunk mm, this year. They won a Super Bowl. Oh. I would think if you want to retool, you want your guy back. Maybe the Cowboys want Sean McVay. Maybe. They lose. I, Who would you take, Jerry? I'm going to give you your... Don't do that to me. I no, can't. no, no. I'm not not your Cowboys. Okay. I'm just going to say you are a franchise okay. in need of a head coach. Yes. And uh, you can, uh, all things being equal, you could have Sean Payton. Yeah. You could have Jim Harbaugh. You could have Frank Reich, or you could have Sean McVay. Those guys are all in your waiting room. That is really tough because while Sean Payton did win a Super Bowl, boy, he had a lot of really good teams that didn't win. Jim Harbaugh lost the Super Bowl but brought the Niners back to prominence, but he didn't win. I mean, he won, but he didn't win the Super Bowl, and he's a weird guy. Weird dude. Who who else? Uh, Frank Reich. I mean, Frank Reich, we know, does great things with quarterbacks. I'm not sold on him as a head coach with what he did in Indianapolis. I don't know that he can't be. I don't wouldn't be upset with that hire. And Sean McVay. McVay he won with Matthew Stafford. I mean, they, they were loaded, too. I mean, they were a really good team. Boy, and he's younger. I would think in, yeah. I'm taking McVay. I think it Young would either guy. be McVay or Peyton. Yeah. I think. Jim Harbaugh is a weird dude. Why is that? He's just out. You know people like that. A little quirky and odd. I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just, he's out there. Even when he gives interviews, he's just 
strange. Yeah, and John Harbaugh seems so normal. Very normal. Yes. So he's the odd brother. I guess so, yeah. And think, John Harbaugh's had a nice run in Baltimore. Sure has. But yeah, that's that's an interesting question. I would have Thank to. You. I'd probably flip a coin, McVeigh and Peyton. coin flip. Yeah, probably. I mean, the other thing about Peyton is he had, he did have Drew Brees. He did. You know, played in New Orleans. Uh, I don't know. I I still think Mc, um, not McVeigh. I still think Sean Payton's natural fit is Dallas. Now I don't think that's going to happen, especially if the Cowboys win Monday night. But again, I wouldn't rule it out. I also yesterday saw Cliff. Kingsbury on the sideline. Yeah, it just looked sad. Well, their season has been sad. I was just thinking, their like, season's pathetic. Wasn't he the guy during one of the drafts? He was in yeah. this giant room in front of a fireplace, it was like his really family room during the pandemic draft. Yeah, where he was like really feeling himself. Yes. He was cocky. He was wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And then I saw the guy on the sideline yesterday. It looked sad. Yeah, well, because look what he was trotting out there, and he was getting his ass kicked by the Niners. <laughs> As it was ending. And then J.J. Watt's career comes to an end. His right. wife's crying. I'm thinking, just come back and play then if yeah. you're so upset. You can play another year. And the Watt brothers put out a Instagram, and he's like, I love my brothers. Well, it's very nice. There's three of them. Three brothers. All made, pretty good. All made the NFL. Yeah, not bad. Right? The That's one, a good brother. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. They have TJ. What are the chances of that? They have the, I think the fullback Watt brother. Uh, I don't know. I don't, the last watch. time you had three brothers in the yeah. NFL, I don't know. Never happened, probably. Oh, uh, I don't know. Leather helmet era. <laughs> leather. <laughs> These three dudes in leather helmets were brothers. Yeah. From another mother. Well, I hope the same mother in this case. Oh, right. Oh, the same mother. I think so, yes. How many? You think that's the it for the Watt brothers? Yeah, I think there's only three Watt brothers, and so they're all in the NFL. JJ, TJ, and Derek. Like, unlike those Gronk brothers, are only one made it in. Correct. That is exactly right. I'm sick of seeing Gronk on all the commercials during the games, too. What do you think JJ stands for? Jimmy James. What? You're close. Ooh. Justin James. Justin James. Justin James. Who's the other brother? TJ? TJ. He's phenomenal. Tim- Timothy James. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have those oh. names in front of me. And then uh, Derek Watt. Is <laughs> he's the, other. the forgotten Watt brother. He's the other. Uh, he's the fullback, I believe, on and, the Steelers. He scored yesterday, actually. And this is our. Oh, you know, he was so pumped, too, when he scored. And this is our brother, Derek Watt, who you've never heard of. Well, you did yesterday. He put six on the board. <laughs> he did. So good for him. He was so all He must up. be the youngest one. I don't know that. I'm just going to guess. The youngest Watt brother? I'm going to guess, yes. The Watts. Yeah. How about that? All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's 536. We are rolling through the hour. Your call's next, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. <laughs> Now, this is more like it. So CBS Sports Network has the graphic on the screen of the studio as they prepare for the Boomer and Geo program about the NFC playoff picture. And it looks ridiculous because you got Philadelphia 14-3, and three, San Francisco and Minnesota 13-4, and 13-4, and, and then Tampa Bay at 8-9. and nine. And I still believe this, and at some point someone's got to come to their senses and redo this. The Buccaneers should not have a home game at 8-9. and nine. They just shouldn't. Like. Right. You want to make the playoffs for winning your crappy division? That's fine. They should be the seven, and the Cowboys should be at home playing the Giants this weekend. Right. The the Bucks at eight and nine should not be hosting the no. twelve and five Cowboys. Here's your reward for winning a terrible division and being under five hundred. You're in the playoffs. Yeah. That's You're it. Welcome. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah, I agree. They got to recede, Jerry. Let's do a little reseeding. Well, yeah, that's not going to happen. So, did you see? I love any story involving a 1980s quarterback. You love anything in the eighties. That's I, true. I, I, Gina told me you were watching Mork from uh, Mork from Mork. Mork from Mork. Yeah, that's a very good Mork show. Mork and Mindy. 
He just re, uh, hangs out in that giant egg. Yeah. And pontificates on life. Uh, Bernie Kosar, Jerry, he was fired. This is dope. <laughs> Bernie Kosar was fired from his Cleveland Browns radio job after he revealed he bet $19,000 on the Browns in the season finale against the Steelers. Now, legalized sports betting just came to Cleveland, and I guess he was the person in charge of uh, placing the first bet. So he bet Mm $19,000. And if he won, he was going to give it to charity. Mm -hmm. But uh, the rules prohibit team employees, of which he is one, from betting. I can't believe he didn't check that first. Like, even to say, I'm going to do this, but the money, if I win, will go to charity and get it cleared. Instead, he just goes off, makes the bet. He didn't even. Dumb. They didn't even let him do yesterday's game. You know, they fired him. <laughs> get out. Same and thing I do with Jim Harbaugh if I yeah. was at Michigan. Get out, you punk. Yeah. And I saw that Pete Rose made the bet in Cincinnati. Oh, did he? Yeah, the first legalized bet. That wasn't too obvious. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's your two main Ohio betters, Jerry. You got Bernie Kosar and Mr. Peter Rose. All right. Very good. Now, by the way, how did I do this weekend? I know I beat Boomer. That's over. Legit Jerry 5 and 0. I was 5. I thought I was 4 and 1. You have had an incredible run 14 on the and NFL. 1 the last 3 weeks. 14 and 1 the I last know. 3 weeks. I've killed it. Yeah. I know. I know, I know, I know. And then uh Boomer and uh Yusef ended up in a tie. Wow. But you 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 ran away with the picks. domination. You just dominated, Jerry. That's pretty good. A 5 and 0 run. Not bad. Now Rick's uh Rick, Nick Sirianni. <laughs> His brother Rick said that Jalen Hurts was playing hurt yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, man. So what does that mean for them in the playoffs? There's two things. Was he sore or was he injured? Honestly, there's two different things. So sore is not injured. Sore means he was out of football shape, and he probably came out of it feeling sore. And that's not a bad thing. He's got a week off now. He was rusty yesterday. Like, he was not great. And I think you'd rather go through that yesterday than you would, not this week, but next week when they play in the divisional round. But if he was rusty yesterday... And he's got a week off, more rust. They're getting knocked yes, out. Yes, except first. he'll be part of the full, uh, he'll be going full bore now of practice as opposed to really not doing much with the team. So, oh, man, I would, if it, I'm a defender, I'd be working, I'd be working all his sore body parts. Well, it's the shoulder. Oh, I'd be working the Sack shoulder. Sack him. That's all you got to do. And then or, you'll see how the shoulder holds up. Which shoulder is it? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Actually, My guess would be it's his right shoulder because they were talking about the way he was throwing. Yeah. I would do one of those moves if I was a defender. You ever see the move where they come around and they they it's take the their Lawrence arm. Taylor? Yeah, the Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Where you slam your forearm on top of the shoulder. Yeah, well, and you're doing that right to come out. over and knock the ball out. Yes. Yeah, that's Lawrence Taylor made that famous, if you yes. will, in football circles. Mm-hmm. So but that's what I would do if I was whoever's playing them. The Eagles are interesting because prior to the injury, I didn't think they could be stopped getting to the Super Bowl. Didn't mean I don't know if they'd win it. But I really thought they would run right through the NFC playoffs. I'm not so sure anymore. Me too. They've had injuries. He's not 100%. Um, Interesting to see who their first matchup is in a couple weeks. Yeah, they could lose. They could lose. They're a losable team. Which I did not think was the case prior to the injury three weeks ago. When they were like 11-0, they looked like. Yeah, but even when they lost the one game to Washington, they bounced right back. I mean, no one's going 17-0, I don't believe. Um, Do you think think – the Niners will be in the championship game. I think it's very possible, sure, with that defense. And Purdy plays well. 
Like, I don't think he knocks your socks off, but he's just, he's just solid. Even watching a little bit of yesterday, I saw several series, if you will. Knows when to get rid of the football, makes good throws. You know, I think they've got as good a shot as anybody to be in the Super Bowl in the NFC. And yesterday, you know, was the final weekend for Red Zone. Yeah. And we also learned that only one Red Zone will exist next year. So Google's not going to come up with their own? So it's just going to be Scott Hansen's going to have the 30 million viewers now? He is. Good for him. So the other fellow. Andrew Siciliano. Andrew Siciliano. Yeah. He's out. He's out. And uh, Scott Hansen gave a very nice tribute to him at the end of Red Zone yesterday. Well, that's nice. Shout out, Jerry. Think about how famous he became and Siciliano did not. Yeah. I guess there's just far fewer viewers on his platform than what Scott Hansen was doing. I don't know. I feel like Scott Hansen has become the face of the Red Zone channel when you got another guy doing it. But I never had the other guy. Me neither. I always had Scott Hansen on the team. I only know Scott Hansen. Yep. He's so such a happy guy. Wouldn't you be? Yeah, but That's I mean, a like great he's job. beyond happy. Like he's super. He happy. loves football, and he, he gets life. Eight hours of commercial free, sort of football. He's a a lover of life. He's doing well. He's living in Southern California. He's the face of the NFL Red Zone Channel. Like he's got beautiful children. Good for him. That'd be a shocker. Like if he had some deep dark secret. He's like when I think of Scott Hansen. I think the East Coast version, Al Dukes. <laughs> eight hours. I'd be like, oh, my God, we got to sit here for eight hours of football. And by the way, I wouldn't be stunned if you had something. <laughs> Everyone's got something somewhere. Everyone's got something to hide except me and my monkey. Of course. You have a monkey now? I think the Beatles said monkey. that. Monkey. Very nice reference. Monkey. Yeah, I don't know that song. Monkey. Yeah, right. Uh, what else do I have, about Kevin Durant yeah, last night? What did he night. say? He didn't say anything. Oh. So the Nets beat the Heat last night. On uh, a tip-in by Royce O'Neal. They've won 18 of 20. They win in Miami. Jimmy Butler got clobbered the other end. They didn't call a foul, which I was surprised. But at the end of the third quarter, um, Durant is in the paint, and he gets rolled up under, and his leg kind of goes the wrong way. Tried to stay in the game, then they got him out. And now he's going to go for an MRI today. Uh Not great. That is not great. Team was rolling and really, I mean, playing well together. Deep team. They'll be okay, but not the same without Kevin Durant. 18 of 20. Uh, yeah, they're 18 and 2 in their last two. Remember, they won, was it 12? I mean, 18 and 2. Well, they win 12 straight? Yeah, they won 12 straight and now 18 of 20. And I don't know. I'd have to look at the standings this morning. I know the other day they were the top seed. Then they fell back to the two seed in the um, in the East. I'm they're checking. the opposite of the Jets, who lost six straight. Uh, complete opposite of the Jets. So the Nets are one game behind Boston. Boston's 28 and 12. The Nets are 27 and 13 now. So, yes, that would be the opposite of what the Jets have done. Well, imagine like now you the Jets have to go into the off season. Like Rob Sala has to sit on this for a full off season. They all do, yeah, they all do. Like, Ugh. and then you think about, and I could be a jerk, and I can go back and find this, I suppose. But think about the way even Sala was talking after that seventh win, and they're seven and four, and things are really rolling in the right direction. I'm sure cocky as all hell and feeling really good, like they were about to accomplish something. And then if you would have told them back then, yeah, no, no, this is it. <laughs> Like These in, are your in, wins. Enjoy this because you're not going to win again. And, oh, by the way, your quarterback is going to get dragged through the mud. Your other quarterback's going to play well, but then he's going to get hurt. Then you're going to bring the other guy back, and he's going to be worse than he was the first time around. And then you're going to end up with a guy who would prefer to be, say, in, like, Iowa than on a football field in the final week, and you're going to lose and not score a touchdown. I also saw this, and I, and I know this probably pissed off Jets fans. 
so uh, Joe Flacco was playing, and he brought his kids to the game. Yeah. And his uh, one kid is a huge uh, Tyree Kill fan. Oh, boy. And there's pictures before the game. Joe Flacco's kid is in a Tyree Kill jersey. Oof, Dolphins uh, <laughs> getting an autograph. Was he really? <laughs> That's rough. In some ways, How I old pr- was he? Little. He was like, you know. Uh, two or nine? Uh, somewhere between two and nine. <laughs> okay. He was uh, old enough to know who the players are for real sure, and yeah, to yeah. be a, f- a fan as a little kid. Actually, I liked it. I thought, well, as a, a dad, who cares? Right, exactly. As a Jet fan, I'd be like, what right. the? The Jets fans would be what? pissed. I thought you were going to say where he said he's felt as good as ever out there. I'm like, really? <laughs> bring me you back. You sucked. <laughs> Couldn't quite tell. You didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the fact you love the 80s. Yeah. How about the photo Keith Hernandez put out there with him and Wally Joyner? This. Said he hadn't seen him since 1980-something, and they were on the field together in Miami yesterday. What is Wally Joyner doing? I have no idea. Going to a Dolphins game. I don't know. That dude was on the Angels, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Check it out. During the break, see if you can find the photo. You'll love it. Hernandez and Wally Joyner. Quick break. When we come back, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, we have an Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Well, welcome back. Giants yesterday lost in Philly. However, it's onward and upward to the playoffs. They get the Vikings at 4.30 on Sunday. The Jets lost their sixth straight. It's over. And the Nets uh, beat the Heat, but they lost Kevin Durant to a knee injury. We'll see the severity of it today. What else? Davis Webb did have a nice touchdown pass. The one in the corner to Kenny Galladay. Yeah. How about the fact we had two David First time ever, right? Two Davises starting NFL games. Who was the other one? Davis Webb and Davis Mills. That's got to never I thought, happened. again, that was right up your Had alley. It, no one wrote about it. And I didn't you recognize it. Because you didn't pay attention to the Texans game. I did not pay any attention to I the know, Texans game. I know, which is fine. I don't blame you. I don't think people in Houston paid attention to the Texans game. But, yeah, Davis Webb and Davis Mills. Hey, good for you. Yeah. And Lovey Smith, first guy fired. Fired. Well, uh, first guy after the games ended. We had other people correct. fired so far this year. Uh, and yes. then we expect more today, <laughs> yesterday. About three hours after he said he thought he'd be back. <laughs> no, we'll be back. Uh, yes. Lovey, you're not coming back. I, I, when he got hired, people were like, why would you take this job? You've got no quarterback. You've got no chance. Did he win a Super Bowl? Lovey Smith was in the Super Bowl. He lost to Peyton Manning and the Colts. Right? That was, yeah, that was, he was the oh, coach okay. of the Bears. Yeah, 2006. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'd be walking around and be like, I was in a Super Bowl. So yeah. y'all can screw. Yeah, well, that may be, that might be the case, but he's unemployed right now. Yeah. He had no chance, though. No chance. Will we get another firing today, you think? Um, I don't know, maybe. What they saying? Yeah. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.